Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's not on. You all missed that's what she said joke. That's terrible. The thing is... Oh. Brexit, am I right? Low can't use a fucking mic. Brexit, am I right? Oh, let's start. So, anyone watch Eurovision last night? No, move on. (laughs) Ireland weren't in it. Don't care. Yeah, they didn't get through to the final. I'm so sorry. I hate this bullshit of semi-finals and all that stuff. I mean... I need to show you a funny... Do you follow Gaelic Queens on Instagram? I don't, I'm afraid. Really funny Irish Irish, meme channel. Really funny. Oh, okay. And they did this one which was like, me after Ireland don't get through to to the Eurovision final. It's like, I'm going to have to leave the country... I'm going underground. You might not see me for a while. Why do you think I left Ireland? <laughs> it was really funny. It always tips up ten years it's ago. It's a really funny channel. And there's loads of gags that I won't get that you'll get. That are just like very niche Irish things. I'm like, ha, huh? don't know what you're talking about. But. It's my kind of thing. Okay. Hence the green microphone, which nobody picked up on. Well, Rachel, we're in the lovely Spice Deli. Finchley Road, not far from Wembley. Not Finchley, for the record. Finchley Road on the Jubilee line. Uh, we've come about, what, three hours before kickoff yep. to have a little sit-down, have a coffee and a croissant. Nice little cinnamon cardamom bun thing yeah. speciality that I had. Lovely, lovely coffee as well. Um, and chat about Women's FA Cup final. We're going to be there in a couple of hours, obviously, at Wembley, watching it all go down. But we thought, for the listener, we'd had a have a little... I don't know, look back on times gone by, FA Cup finals gone by, have a little chat about our own experiences. So, I mean, tell me about your first Women's FA Cup final, if you can remember that far back. Not saying you're old, but... Thanks. Uh, (laughs) Thank you for that lovely introduction. Um, Yeah, probably first one that I remember will have been on TV. They're the only memories I have of women's football is when Women's FA Cup was on TV. Um, So they wouldn't be like very distinctive memories. They'd just be, when I think about women's football growing up, that's what it was. It was FA Cup finals on, on TV. Um, God, when the first one I went to, way back when, I can't even remember what stadium it was in because it moved around quite a bit initially. Yeah. Only really came to Wembley in like 
2015, I think was the first one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so again, hard to like pick out. We've gone to the last maybe 10 FA Cup finals in like in person. Um, obviously, all the Wembley ones we've been to. Um, I, f- I feel like my standout one, we were just talking about this off air, is probably when uh, Arsenal won it. I'm trying to think where the stadium was, but I remember it was Shelley Kerr's last game. And we'd made her a poster that basically said, we'll miss you, Shelley, because we were very sad that she'd been... She was basically like let go. She was told she wasn't going to be extended after the season and um, had finished the season on a high with an FA Cup win. And she saw us in her walkabout right before the before the mm. game, gave us a wave. And after she picked up her medal and they did all their champagne celebrations, she walked straight for us, like right in the corner of the of the stadium, made a beeline for us with all these photographers chasing her down the, the touchline and handed me her FA Cup winner's medal, gave me a, a, a friendly Scottish slap on the cheek, which was... Um, unexpected what, like yeah kind of i think it was meant to be like an affectionate slap it was um it's actually quite painful it was quite <laughs> like there was quite a bit of force behind it uh, <laughs> which was surprising but i was you know too shocked standing there with an fa cup medal in my the hand woman to was too stunned to speak to, to care that much but there was a picture in the bbc <laughs> of me standing there like with the absolute look of shock on my face Love it. with the little box of the fa cup winners medal in it so Soph and I have that proudly stored in our little football that's museum. Yeah, that's amazing. I can't believe you haven't told me that before. I feel yeah. like that was such a gem. Kept that one in my back pocket. Wow, with you the saved it until now. Moment. Yeah, well, when I, why would I share it? This is the little <laughs> bit of gems that you get with these <laughs> yeah, exactly. behind-the-scenes podcasts. You know? um, I think mine's probably similar, not the medal thing, but I mean, in terms of my early memories, it's definitely watching it on BBC One because it was always one of the few women's games that would always be shown on TV, on mainstream TV, not just on BBC Sport website, you know? Um... So watching it on BBC One, definitely. I w- remember watching Karen Carney play for Birmingham and win it with think with Birmingham and lose it with Birmingham, I think. Um, one at the City Ground, for some reason, always stands out. I think they had a couple at the City Ground. Rachel Yankee obviously winning a ton. Um, a lot of memories. Her playing for Fulham and her playing for Arsenal in some cup finals. Those are probably my early memories, but I couldn't tell which year it was that's or who won bit, or who right? played. But And that's what's really interesting about the era we're in now and with people like Farrell Williams Anita Asante Karen Bardsley retiring it's like those are the people that I grew up on I mean obviously Rachel Yankee retired some time ago but I just remember all those players and watching them and Karen Carney watching them on my TV for like 10 years so when they retire is quite weird it definitely makes me feel old because yeah. I'm like oh well now this new generation is coming along and I feel like the people who are a bit younger than us either just watching the game or working in the game will have very different memories because their exposure will be so different because Twitter didn't, obviously didn't exist Instagram didn't exist TikTok didn't exist so all that content that you're seeing on, on that side of things is, is, is it's there. really hammering home our age yeah mm. yeah. and then obviously you've got you know a lot more coverage on the BBC Sport website and uh, a lot more coverage everywhere and then the Sky WSL deal so it's just completely different ball game now um, I think the first one I went to Wembley I don't know if I don't think I went to that first one in 2015 which I think that's the first FA Cup that Chelsea won with Emma Hayes. 1-0, G scored, and that was the first time at Wembley. I don't think I went to that one. I think it was probably not until a couple of years later, actually. The the 2018 final might have been the first one that I went to at Wembley. I can't remember if I dragged my ex-boyfriend along. I think I might have dragged him to that, that City one, which Carly Lloyd scored, and I saw you guys post about that the other day, which I think was the year before. That might have been 2017, was it? Was, I think 2017-18 was the one um, Chelsea won with... Against Arsenal, was it? Okay. Was it like oh, three yes. Ramona, the Ra- Backman? Um, Ramona Backman. Yes, I went uh, to that yeah, one. Yeah. Sorry, yes. They went to the Ramona Back one and then that Ramona Backman one and that one was the year before, I think, was the City, Carly Lloyd. Yeah. But it's going to be really interesting to see what happens 
at Wembley this afternoon because this is the first time they've ever faced each other in an FA Cup final, isn't it? Yes. So obviously their first, you know, major final meeting was only this year in the League Cup final with Man City running out winners. Um, mad to think that two titans of the women's game who've been at the top I for know, so long right? haven't met in the final. So yeah. now we're getting it twice in a season. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I think when you look at it, you, you were talking about how it's grown in the last few years. You look at this this season, this year, we've got it back-to-back with the men's FA mm. Cup final. The mm. whole weekend is and just And we had like, the, with the semifinals as well. Yeah, it's really just nice. FA Cup final weekend, yeah. you know, where all the excitement is on on Wembley and all of the teams. And I saw in the build-up to the men's game yesterday, they were talking about some of the, the women's game as well. They were showing some interviews. So to think how far we've come yeah. back when it was being played kind of all over the country yeah. to where we are now, where it is the grand stage massive yeah. game in football domestic calendar not just women's but men and women's which I think is yeah kind of yeah. it shows a lot doesn't it it does feel annoying though because I feel like every single women's FA Cup final the weather is terrible and Saturday we're recording this obviously on the Sunday day of the women's final Saturday in London was balmy it was like 20 degrees glorious sunshine wake up today cloudy humid probably gonna rain yeah fuming love that in December for the the delayed cup final we had pouring rain at one point in the second half we did I was pitch side I remember I remember that um City West Ham was shockingly cold for May I was wearing a coat there's a picture of me and my friend Becky and I'm in a coat in May (laughs) like a thick coat doesn't make sense so I don't know what women's football has done to curse the weather but can't I can't seem to get good weather at Wembley do you remember that November England Germany game it rained the whole it time. It rained the whole, the whole what time. What is it about England and Wembley? I I'm, I'm just fingers crossed for the Euros this summer. But anyway, I'm getting distracted. But t- today, hopefully, we'll get another record crowd. FA, I think, said 55,000 tickets gone. We know that a lot of people may not turn up. Not and we'll a lot. Lose. Some. We could lose a, a, a bit a of thousand, that figure. Yeah. But hitting 50,000 would be massive. But also, like, context-wise, we don't get those kind of updates in the men's game. No one kind of says, Mm. this is how many tickets we've sold for the men's FA Cup final, and then announce the numbers, and then we don't all look at the numbers and say, oh, well, 4,000 people didn't turn up at the men's game. But for some reason, we seem to really scrutinise with with numbers. Those numbers came out, and already I saw people tweeting saying, well, I hope they turn up. And it's like, geez, it hasn't even happened yet. Let's just focus on the positive fact that we've sold them. That's why the weather really annoys me, because I'm like, the weather plays such a big factor. Yeah, weather, trains, you know, we never seem to be able to get Finals on decent weather and decent transport, yeah, but no, all true. the more impressive then that fifty-five thousand people have bought tickets. So yeah. here's and also for a fifty plus city in terms of like WSL clubs, Chelsea and Arsenal have huge support. Like they, not surprising that over forty thousand turned up to see that final in December. City aren't one of the biggest supported WSL sides, so actually so to have so many of their fans making the trip to Manchester is from Manchester is really big. Did I imagine it, or did they put on buses? I think for some of the fans, did I? Uh, read, yeah, read I that think somewhere? they have done some support, and I saw Gareth Taylor was written some. That's really nice letters, as well. which is really nice. I think they've been putting in those extra touches, which I think is really good because I think City are such a big club, obviously hugely successful in the men's and women's game. Um, but I've been surprised at how that support from hasn't really translated to the to the women's team, even with such big names coming over and playing for their club and still and playing for them now. And being next door to the, one of the few teams that yeah, play right next good to location the, the as stadium, well. the main stadium. Good yeah. transport, you've got a tram, it's a city. So I'm, it's surprising to me that they haven't managed consistent big crowds. They've had really good crowds for the derby this season. Um, and they had good support at the Conti Cup. But obviously, like Chelsea and Arsenal, consistent support has been really good at Boring winning Kings Meadow. So I'm, I'm excited for what City can do next season. And I think, as you say, the interest 
is there. I mean, we're seeing it with the numbers here, but also I think, was it the Man City Spurs game was one of the highest viewed games on TV? I may yeah. have got the fixture wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what the fixture was. You know, yeah. people are interested. Man City are a big name, and as you say, they've got some great players. I think as well, there's, it's that added touch from Gareth Taylor is... It's almost a nod to the fact that they've had a tough season and the fans mm. have stuck by them. You know, they've they've had a not really a roller coaster. It's just been a quite a big dip, and now it's quite a big high. So yeah. I'm sure, yeah, they're hoping that they'll finish on on top with another trophy, which would be amazing given how it all went down at the beginning of the season. One thing we have to mention as well: a few lost games for some of the Chelsea team today. City, we'll we'll quickly mention. We still don't know about Lucy Bronze's future. She's out of contract. Still know what's going to happen there. I think lots of people expect her to stay. But let's focus on Chelsea because we do know who is going to be leaving. G, Drew Spence, Yona Anderson. Their last games at Chelsea. Uh, let's start with G um, because I think Katie Wyatt wrote a piece this week about how she transformed the WSL and how highly thought of she was by her manager and um, and I suppose the fact that she scored that goal that won Chelsea that first FA Cup and she's going to be at Wembley today is a nice way to probably sign off and complete the, the circle. Yeah, and, and it gives Chelsea even more to play for, which as a man, if I was a Man City fan or player, I wouldn't want to give them more ammunition to win, but it feels like there's that's a lot of ammunition for them to win. Same with the likes of Drew Spence, who's been in the game for Chelsea for so long, and Jana Anderson. G was, you know, she'll be a legend for forever. I think she'll be well remembered. All three of them will be very well remembered by Chelsea fans. But I think in general for the WSL, G is one of those legends of the game. Um, she was a magician. Not one of the first necessarily, but she did feel like one of the best technical players mm. that we, we got to see and was consistent across across the whole time she's been here. Now, she may not have gotten the same amount of game time every season, mm. but every time she did play, she had made an impact. Consistent. Uh, yeah. So consistent. So consistent. And I think it'd be so nice for her, for Drew, for Yana, to finish their time at Chelsea mm. with another trophy because there have been a lot of them. Well, we better go because we're going to be late otherwise. This is real ASMR, isn't it? Uh, she came early to get content, so she should be heading into the press box now, I reckon. I'm trying to get a funny horse pun, but nothing's coming to me. Getting very close. On your left, on your left. Indicate. I've just bumped into Susie Rack of the Guardian. Susie, tell me how excited are you for this game? I'm so tired. I just want to go to sleep. No, no. Tell me how excited you are for the game. You're missing. You're missing the cue here. I'm giving you. Um, incredibly excited. Uh, it's great to see Wembley Way packed out already. And uh, yeah, two hours before kickoff as well. And and we've got a lovely bit of rain just to kind of keep us all fresh. Yeah, I mean, sort of hoping that we weren't going to have a washout like we did last time. I think affected the uh, turnout a little bit, but it doesn't seem to be so far, which is always positive. But what's a women's FA Cup final without a bit of rain, right? Exactly, exactly. Embrace it. It's kind of tradition at this stage. It is. Look how busy it is. Excellent use of a Chelsea flag over there uh, as a bit of an umbrella. It's lovely, lovely stuff. More than just a flag, right? I don't really mind which end I sit, so I tend to just... Basically, we have to shoot from behind the goals. Um, Tends to be quite busy with your Gettys and your PAs and club photographers and stuff. Um, 
So given I don't really mind which end I shoot from, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get action either end. Um, I tend to just go and find a spot. As I guess not too far by the corner flag, but kind of in between the corner flag and, and like the penalty spot. I always find it's a pretty good spot to set up. Um, but with Wembley, you know, wherever you shoot from, you're going to get pretty good shots and you're going to get like, what's always nice is having the crowd behind and having that, you know, that depth where you've got your player in focus and a cheering crowd blurred in the background is always perfect. So I've just arrived at Wembley, picked up my accreditation um, and gone pitch side and I think it, it never gets old being pitch side at Wembley. You don't really realise just how big the stadium is until you're right down by the pitch. It sounds super wanky but it's always such a privilege to actually be able to sit down and, and shoot at a stadium like this. It's definitely one of the best in the world. Um, Chelsea fans are here early, plenty of flags up. They always have a great collection of flags for their various different uh, players from you know whatever country they're from whether it's the Danish flag or um, Scottish flag for Aaron Cuthbert so that's always really cool Man City on their end have got loads and loads of light blue flags it looks like they've got to a Chelsea end a Man City end which is always cool um, and then I think the kind of the sides are probably just more mixed but uh, always creates quite a cool atmosphere especially when they give everyone their flags and stuff the colours are always amazing so blue against blue today looking forward to it so, currently in the press room with the rest of the industry crew, um, you can probably hear the dulcet tones of Ray in the background, who is our pre-match show. Uh, people will remember of FA Cup finals gone by when we had Ella Henderson in December. Great show. Ray is delivering the goods, actually, I can confirm. Um, place looks busy. I, th- I hope the weather hasn't put people off. We are hoping for a good crowd today, so let's see. But I see a few flags given out by the clubs, some City fans with their flags. I think Chelsea have done similar. Good vibes so far, good atmosphere. Really like the look of both lineups, especially Bunny Shaw and Chloe Kelly in the City lineup. And uh, interesting, Anouk Nguyen's come back in the Chelsea side today, so we'll see how she gets on against Bunny Shaw. But two very, very strong lineups. We know what Sam Kerr did in December at this place. So I expect more of the same this afternoon. It's going to be a very tight game.
what an intro to an FA Cup final. That was an unreal light show, fire show, fireworks show, everything you want. Um, absolutely pissing it down rain here, but it is definitely gearing up to be an absolutely epic battle. Really looking forward to this one. I'm really enjoying this battle between Magdalena Eriksson and Chloe Kelly. Um, great to see Chloe back in such insane form. She just runs at players with such speed. And with Magda Eriksson being one of the top defenders in the league, it's turning into a really good battle in the wing. but it is ruled offside and you can hear the booing Chelsea fans behind me they are not happy I'd like to see a replay of that one what an absolutely audacious goal from Millie Bright was it a cross? Was it a shot? I don't think Chelsea care. Their fans certainly don't. Uh, they have, they're in front. Unbelievable. Unbelievable goal. What a curler of a goal from Lauren Hemp to get her team back into it. 1-1 Man City, Chelsea. Knew this would be a tasty fixture. Some absolute crackers of goals. Really looking forward to the second half. in three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states learn more at uh1.com quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? 
and some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Bit of a cagey start to the match. I think neither side really came out swinging. There were a few bit flurries of activity, I think, throughout the half, but towards the final 10, that's when things got really, really exciting. Unbelievable cross come shot from Millie Bright. Um, tipped it over Roebuck and it was Sam Kerr there to make sure that it went over the line what a goal that was but Lauren Hemp who else got Man City back into it almost five minutes later with a super solo run and a beautiful strike right into the top corner it was definitely a game of two halves when these two sides met back in the League Cup final so I'm really intrigued to see what's going to happen in the second half That was an absolutely sublime goal from Erin Cuthbert. We've talked a lot about her on the show and how underrated she's been. So pleased for her that she can get a goal on such a big occasion. And what's even better is that she did it at the end where the Chelsea fans were. That, that celebration was just pure passion. minutes in we got Amy Ruski from goals take on the match so far I think um, if Erin Cuthbert's goal is to be the winner the goal that wins Chelsea the fourth FA Cup that's definitely a worth worthy winner um, what an absolutely fantastic goal Lauren Hemp's been really good as well scored a great goal but yeah that strike from Cuthbert the way it hits the, the bar and goes in as well um, yeah that's definitely worth winning a trophy that's for sure these games are always so tight between City and Chelsea um, they're always really interesting to watch I think um, yeah they they, I guess, surprise in the way that you know they, they continue to give up like goals like Cuthbert scored and Hemp scored. The quality always amazes you, maybe not surprises you, but um, it's always a really good fiction. Lovely goal from Hayley Rasso. She took the ball first time in her chest brushed Magda Eriksson aside and put it home, getting her team right back into it with just one minute of actual time left to play. What a game so far. I'm not sure Chelsea have the legs for extra time, so I think if they want to win it, they need to do it in the 90 minutes, and they've not got much time left. Still level up extra time. 
right, we are about to start extra time and I think Chelsea look a bit leggy. I think after they got ahead with their second goal, they kind of sat back and aimed to absorb Man City's pressure for the rest of the match and that just didn't happen. Not with Hayley Rosso scoring in the, the second last minute of 90. Um, I, I still feel Man City have a little bit more in the tank. I'm not 100% sure about Chelsea, but let's see if I'm right. me wrong an absolute unreal solo run from Sam Kerr got a deflection on the way in but wow what a goal from her she always pops up on the big occasions and she's doing it again 3-2 Chelsea half time at extra time I asked Ryan Hun from Stadio what team talk Gareth Taylor should be giving his squad right now honestly the way they've been playing just keep doing what you're doing I think City have been the better side so far and I think they're a little bit unlucky to be 3-2 down, especially on the third goal, because I thought Alex Greenwood did absolutely everything perfect to defend the two against one. So if I was Gareth Taylor, I'd just say, keep doing what you're doing. You'll get another opportunity, but just make sure when you do it, it counts. Today's Vitality Women's FA Cup final player of the match is Chelsea's number 22, Eric Cuthbert. Presents is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.